0: How are you? Welcome into a Friday edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Peralta. I'm with you every single morning right here on bettingpros.com, always being brought to you by BetMGM. You guys can follow me on Twitter at SportsTalkMatt. You can follow Betting Pros on Twitter at BettingProsNFL. All right, so. Now, by now, you guys should know this offer, $10 to win $150 on any event, baseball included. Use the promo code JUICE150 at BetMGM.com or on the BetMGM app. For new customers, you bet $10 any event, win $150 thanks to BetMGM with that promo code JUICE150 when you sign up for a new account. All right, so it was a two-in-one day last night. Unfortunately, the one unit full loses with the teaser, but both team totals came in for us. So we got that. I'm going to continue with the little exotic today here, and I'm waiting on a couple of things. I want to see where the money move comes in for tonight's game with Cincinnati and Temple. The number is 30. The team total for Cincinnati is 41 and a half. I want to see if that number goes down at all or if that number goes up. If we get a team total under 40 for Cincinnati, I'm probably going to jump on that. So that might be the ad that I jump in on here today. I need... I mean, Temple's not good, okay? They're really bad. I just need to see it a little bit as to what happens. 30 is a lot of points. I'm not laying 30 points. I also don't want to lay 54 for the total and go under that. I am leaning that way, but I want to also see the weather forecast. So if we get you know, a team total of like 42 for Cincinnati and it starts to rain and it's nasty, I'll be all over the team total under for Cincinnati. They'll just get the win and get out of there and they don't care about covering, maybe even catch, you know, take the 30 points with Temple. I just don't trust Temple to do anything tonight against Cincinnati. And I think this is a big step for Luke Fickle's team to come back off of the win over over Notre Dame and not stub their toe on a Friday night. I just, I'm not laying 30. And I would much rather if the weather's going to be nasty, I would love to jump in on an under 41 and a half team total for Cincinnati because, look, they could win 30 to three or 30 to seven and look very impressive. But it goes under 54, which also could be the play. So I will add that I'm watching it. I don't know where I'm going yet with that, but here's what we're doing. I got two baseball plays for today. I have two, ba- I have two football plays for Saturday. And we have the parlay on Friday like we always do. It is a three-legger. It is baseball. And, well, we'll get to it here in just one second. But before we get to the parlay, I'm going to give you my two plays, half a unit each, for baseball. All right, let's start with the White Sox. It's an early game. White Sox taking on the Astros. All right, we have Bramber Valdez against Lucas Giolito. All right, Lucas Giolito in the second half of the year was really good. Second half, four and three, two point six five ERA came on really strong. Pitched really well in the month of September. He was two and zero with a two point two one ERA. All right, he was really really solid. I expect him to be solid again here today in a must win game for the White Sox. Okay, they lost yesterday. They're down one nothing. You got to split. Have to split. You can't go down two games to none here. Really rough. Gialledodes eleven and nine with a three point five three ERA in the year. But like I mentioned, he was very good down the stretch. Very good in September. Right-handed pitcher. All right, and Framber Valdez is the lefty. All right, here's a lefty eleven and six three point one four ERA. I understand entirely what people think about this dude. He's really, really good. And has been great down the stretch for this team. Now, I am going to kind of fall back on the July 18th start that, that Framber Valdez had against the White Sox. Six and one third, seven hits, four runs, all of them earned, and two home runs given up here against this lineup. We know what the White Sox do to left-handed pitching. They absolutely mash left-handed pitching. We know this. So here's what I'm going to do here with this. It's a must win. It's a lefty on the mound. The lineup for the White Sox has got to get after it. They've got to hit here and they got to really, I mean, this is super important for them to get after it. And I mean, friend Val- Valdez has pitched in the postseason in 2020, last year, he started, what, four games in the playoffs. He has a 1.88 ERA in the playoffs, okay? Dude was solid. Not going to debate it here. He was absolutely solid. But this, the White Sox have seen this dude, and I think they've got to win it. It's important, but I'm not going to play the game here. I'm going to play the first five. First five money line at DraftKings right now is minus 105 for the White Sox against the Astros. First five money line, Valdez up against Giolito. I think Lucas Giolito is going to pitch his butt off. This could be one nothing. Okay, this might be just like a tight game. First five, we're going money line. First five for the White Sox against the Astros today. First five money line at minus 105 for a half a unit. All right. What are we doing the other half a unit? We're going to the Giants. The Giants are at home and they're plus money. Huh? Plus 105 for the Giants against the Dodgers. They're plus money. You might get more plus money than what I got tonight at plus 105. Logan Webb on the year. Okay. Logan Webb. Get this dude. He in the second half, 7-0, 2.71 ERA. He started 16 games. This dude gave up just 29 earned runs in five home runs in the second half of the year. At home this year, this dude, Logan Webb, was 6-0 with a 1.96 ERA. This guy gave up just four home runs at home all year, just 16 earned runs all year, 86 strikeouts. This guy had a .955 whip at home this season. I don't care Who's coming back on the other side, Walker Bueller for the Dodgers, much like what the Rays did to the Red Sox, because the Red Sox played that high emotional game, you know, takes a lot out of you. You got to go travel to a team that's just sitting at home, waiting and waiting. I know this is a monster rivalry, but why are the Giants still being disrespected? Why are the Giants still being not seen? As The better team between the Dodgers and the Giants and Logan Webb with his 11 and 3 record and 3.03 ERA. I'm back in the Giants Giants money line half a unit at plus 105. I I mean, maybe the Dodgers win game two, but game one. Give me the rested team. Give me the team that just didn't go to the bottom of the ninth inning tied one one needing a Chris Taylor walk off home run to get into this series. This best of five winning game one is so vitally important. I, I love this Giants team. We've had a lot of fun betting on the Giants down the stretch. One of the one teams I actually made some money on this year in baseball. I'm going half a unit. Giants money line, half a unit on a Friday. Okay, Giants money line, White Sox first five money line, plus 105 on the first one, minus 105 on the second one for a half a unit with both those bets. So one full unit. All right, we're going to add... The Milwaukee Brewers to this conversation. And we're going with a White Sox, Giants, and Brewers three leg money line parlay. It is a plus 600 bet. Okay. Just win the game. Nothing crazy. Don't got to go all exotic here. Just win the game. We've got Burns against Morton. Got a minus 156. Brewers are at home here. Look. I know some people like the Braves and I think the Braves are going to be live here, but I'm just going with what I think is the better team. We're going White Sox Moneyline Brewers Moneyline and we are going with Giants money Moneyline three leg parlay for the don't better parlay parlay here today. That could hit. All right. You're going to have to shop around just a little bit on this, I think, to get here. But, I mean, look, at FanDuel, it's plus 600 right now. So, you'll get somewhere in the range, plus 580, plus 590, plus 610, somewhere in that range. So, you should get 600. Six to one return on that for the Giants money line, Brewers money line, White Sox money line coming up here today. Three-leg money line parlay. All right. So, that is the Don't Bet a Parlay parlay here for a Friday. Now, let's talk about college football. Let's start with Oklahoma and Texas. This number is three. I'm concerned and I'm going to give it to you now. I'm concerned about this game because of the fact that it opened at three and a half and the first move was to three. So I wonder if we're going to see a lot of money come in here on Texas and drive this thing below the key number of three and I don't want to have to buy it back up. This is a rivalry game. Red River rivalry, right? Red River shootout, whatever you want to call it. Okay. This is Texas that has a offense right now that is scoring 38 points per game. And I I mean, it's wild to take a look at these two teams and go, okay, so look at Texas, Texas in the first half is scoring 24.6 points per game, 36.3 over the last three games, 23 points in their last game. Oklahoma isn't horrible, but Oklahoma is not doing typical things. Just 16 points per game in the first half for Oklahoma. Texas, I mean, this is crazy. They're 4-1 and one straight up, and they're 4-1 and one against the spread. The only game they didn't cover was the game they lost when they were 6-point favorites against Arkansas, and they lost 40-21. It kind of stunned everybody. But they scored 38 against Lafayette. They scored 58 against Rice. They scored 70 against Texas Tech. They scored 32 on the road last week against Texas Christian against TCU. 3.5-point favorites. They covered that game by winning by 5. They were... Uh, nine-point favorites, and they covered that by a million against Texas Tech. They were laying 26 points, and they doubled that up against Rice, winning 58-0. And and they're eight-and-a-half-point favorites against Louisiana Lafayette. And they won that game by 20. So they are covering. They're 4-1 and against the spread here. And I mean, I think when you look at Texas and you look at their offense and what they've been able to do and what this offense is doing now, that Casey Thompson is the quarterback. I love Robinson, the running back, maybe the best running back in college football. I just don't think this offense for Oklahoma is any good. I mean, do you like Spencer Rattler? Do you like this offense? Is there a reason why Oklahoma should be favored here? It's on a neutral field. It's a 50-50 split in the Cotton Bowl. The Sooners have just been, I mean, getting by. That's the only way to describe what Oklahoma has been doing. They've been getting by and against the spread. They've been awful. I mean, absolutely awful against the spread. They're one in five or one in four, rather, against the spread, against Tulane, laying 31 points. They won by five against Western Carolina. They covered 76, nothing. They covered that 52 and a half point line. Against Nebraska, laying 22 and a half, they won by seven. Against West Virginia, they're laying 17 and a half, they won by three. Against Kansas State, they're laying 12, they won by six. I mean, this is just awful. I mean, the, the books keep on expecting Oklahoma to have this gigantic breakout game. And I know a lot of people who are on the over in this game, right? But in rivalry games, man, I get very concerned about that. I don't know. I mean, the total is 63, all right, as a really high total. It concerns me just a little bit to get involved and say, okay, let's lay that or 64 points now. It's just high. Okay, I know there's a lot of offense here going back and forth. I I totally understand this, but I don't like this Oklahoma offense. All right. I mean, they're they're scoring 29 points. Texas is scoring 43.8 points. I don't think the Oklahoma defense is any good. I think they're bad. I think they've covered it up because their offense has been so good. But you like Rattler? I don't. (laughs) I know that Texas defense is outstanding 24 points per game. So I expect Oklahoma to score. I think Texas wins outright, but I want three points just in case. I don't want this number to go below three. Texas will win, but I'll catch the three points with a sprinkle on the money line. The official play will be Texas plus three up against Oklahoma. Don't want to, I just don't want a defensive battle breaking out when everyone thinks it's going to be offense, and then you're just dead in the water. I, I don't want to get involved. I just rather play Texas plus three, and I do. But I do think Texas will win this game outright. I, I do think Texas will wind up winning this game outright. Okay, so Texas plus three for one unit here for Saturday for the Red River rivalry shootout, whatever the hell they call it. One more college football play to give you, and I'm giving these to, to you now because of one reason. No, I've been leaving Alabama in the first half to the Discord bet, and I think people don't. I think the Discord wager, you guys haven't wanted to haven't wanted to use it because it's like too boring and too consistent. So, like, I'm just gonna start playing it, <laughs> okay, officially to kind of take it off the board. So you don't have to worry about it. We're just gonna come in and officially play this with Alabama in the first half. DraftKings has it tonight, laying ten and a half. I was waiting for a number to pop. It popped tonight. So. Alabama up against Texas A&M. Look, this is Nick Saban against another former assistant coach. And like we saw last week, (laughs) Nick Saban has no mercy. And Nick Saban goes to work when he has the opportunity to do so. He just kind of goes, all right, guys, this is fine. Night game. We're going to take the starch out of you really, really quickly. A&M is okay. But... I went to a Bama game at College Station about five years ago, and Alabama is not intimidated by Kyle Field. They're not intimidated by the 12th man. They're not intimidated by the Corps of Cadets. They don't care. They're just going to go in there and they're going to run the ball straight at Texas A&M. And I don't think A&M can stop it. All right. I think A&M is going to have a tough time. A&M is giving up 3.9 yards per rush. A&M is giving up 143 yards on the ground. And I think Alabama, once again, will play bully ball like they did against Ole Miss. They're going to line up and they're going to run the ball straight down A&M's throat and they're not going to be able to stop it. The number is 10 and a half. I don't think AM scores all that much. a ms offense is not that good. They're averaging 23.4 points per game. They're averaging 5.7 yards per play. That's 54th, 50, uh, sorry, 54th in the country. 5.3 rush is pretty decent. 20th best in the country, but you can't run on Bama. You're not running on the Crimson Tide. 3.5 yards per rush, 31st in the country. You might be able to pass against these guys a little bit. Bama gives up 6.4 yards per pass. AM throws 6.4 yards per pass. I think Bama just does what Bama does in the first half. Bama comes out and curb stomps teams like a and they got past a big test at home against Ole Miss. I don't I mean, Ole Miss might be better than A and than AM. I mean, I am just, just saying, you know, guys got quarterback questions, and again, it's another, you know, former assistant coach for Nick Saban. And he just, I mean, him and Jimbo Fisher, man. Look, remember the comments Jimbo Fisher made in the preseason. Go look it up if you forget some of the comments Jimbo made. I think Bama's coming in here, and they're going to lay a hurt down. I don't want to get backdoored. I don't want to have AM, you know, come back in the second half. I'm going to take it myself for a full unit. Alabama minus 10.5 on the road at AM first year for one unit this number probably goes up 17 and a half is the is the total i think the first half number probably goes up but we're gonna jump in here now before it rises before it goes to 11 or 12 or something along those lines let's just get it over 11 so eight points in a, in a, in a field goal so 11's 10's a better number, right? You can buy it down to 10 if your book will let you do it. Most books don't let you buy a half a point when it comes to a first half number. But if your book does, I mean, obviously, I'd rather have 10 than 10 and a half. But I'm still comfortable laying it. I think Bama's going to be up by two touchdowns at the break up against Texas A&M on the road. Uh, I, this game might get ugly. And look, Bama fans want it this way. Bama fans... Bear Bryant connection, Texas A&M. There's all this history that, like, if you aren't familiar with it, there's a lot <laughs> underneath the surface with Alabama, Texas A&M. And, yeah, <laughs> I think the Aggies are in big trouble here, but just give me the first half number minus minus ten and a half Alabama for one full unit. So you guys on the discord bet, you don't have to worry about taking it. I'm taking it for you and I'm making it an official play for one unit. All right. Those are the first two plays on Saturday. Not going to have a gigantic card on Saturday because I'll probably have two, maybe one more, maybe two more college football bets to get into. And then we've got a ton on Saturday night. I mean, just a flipping ton coming on Saturday night. All right. I have never given out a three-unit bet. It's coming on Saturday night, depending on what the closing number is going to be. I, I may recommend my largest play ever in the history of the Daily Juice. Okay, right. That's how confident I am as to what's going to happen on Saturday night. And, well, I'll explain it on the podcast a bit more. I'm going to wait for as long as I can to, before I get involved. But I I normally never lay this type of juice, but I just, I'm very confident in the play. So uh, that's a tease for tomorrow's podcast. You're going to want to listen to tomorrow's podcast. We will have a lot of combat sports for Saturday. For, I, that's why I wanted to give out two my first two college football bets here today. We'll have, again, one or two more coming. On the college football bets for you guys here on Saturday, but not a big college football Saturday card because of the combat sports that we have going on coming up for us here on a Saturday. Again, the card Giants money line, White Sox first five money line, White Sox Giants Brewers three leg money line parlay for the don't pet a parlay parlay at plus 600. Texas plus three for one unit in the Red River and Alabama minus 10 and a half in the first half on the road at Texas A&M. My name is Matt Peralta. Follow me on Twitter at Sports each and every morning. It's the Daily Juice podcast right here on bettingpros.com. Always being brought to you by BetMGM.